Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beachwood Kila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue today in Shari Shani, the second gate. We begin with Ot Chafav, paragraph number 26. Rabbi Yonah has pretty much concluded his discussion of these six different ideas or meditations to help inspire us to engage in the Tshuva process. Here, Rabbi Yonah, as we move toward the end of Shari Shani, we still have some time, but as we move toward the end of Shari Shani, the second gate, Rabbi Yonah talks about the importance of taking the time to inspire ourselves, taking the time to admonish ourselves, to think about those six different ideas and six different meditations so that we can inspire meaningful change. Here, Rabbi Yonah writes in Ot Chavav, says, we conclude this discussion with an important teaching from Chazal. This is from the Mishnah in Avot in Parak Aleph, Mishnah Yudalid, Hayah Hillel, Alav Hashalom Omer, Hillel, a blessed memory, would say, Im anili mili, if I am not for myself, who is for me? And if I'm for myself, then what am I? And if not now, when? Those are the three clauses of Hillel's statement, and we'll break them down one by one. Today we'll focus on the first one. Right? If I'm not for myself, then who is for me? The explanation of the matter is If a person will not inspire himself to change, what benefit will any musar, any rebuke, any self improvement, what will what good would that do? How will it help him? Because they certainly may be uh, successful. They may be effective. They may work on the day that he hears them. But the Yitzhara will cause that, those words to be forgotten. He will cause that moment of inspiration to be extinguished. And he will remove all those ideas from his heart. As the Pasuk tells us, that uh, this Pasuk in Oshea, Perik Vav, uh, Pasuk Dalit, that your kindness or your righteousness is like a morning cloud. A morning cloud is something which dissipates quickly. So too, even though you might be inspired at the moment, ultimately that's going to go away. Vinamar, we have another Pasuk this in Mishlei Perakud, Pasuk Chaf, Kesef Nivchar Lashon Sadiq, Leverishayim Kimat. The language of a righteous person is like uh, great silver, but the heart of the wicked person is only momentary. Perush, so what do we mean by this Pasuk? Musar HaTzadik, Zach Belisig Lashanonivchar, that the, uh, the, repu- the reproof, the, the rebuke of a righteous person is pure, like a silver without any impurity, and the speech that is given is superior, but Avaleverishayim Hashomim Musaro, Rega Echad. But the heart of the wicked that hears those words, that hears that choice silver, ultimately is only inspired for a moment. So Rabbi Yonah breaks down the pasuk, Milashon, Kimat Oivehem He says it's similar to. Uh, the, the word kimat is similar to a pasuk that we have elsewhere. This is in Tilim, Mizmor Pei Aleph, Pasuk Tet Vav, where it says, Kimat Oivehem Achnia, that uh, I will, I, I will uh, without, I guess, translating the word kimat, but I would subdue their foes. So what does it mean? Inyano Kirega Oivehem Achnia. It sounds like he's saying, in a moment, I would subdue, I, Hashem, would subdue their foes. Vikarei Lev Halev Hanachon Vamitukan. And the pasuk, which mentions not only the word kimat, which we're saying means momentarily, but the word Lave, right? What does it mean that uh, lave? So here it's specifically the wholesome lave, the the lave, the heart which is upright, the heart which is wholesome. Kemoshen Amar, the pasuk says, "V'shomei tochachat konel lave." The pasuk in Mishlei, this parak tevav pasuk lamidbet, says that one who listens to words of rebuke, so they acquire a heart, meaning a virtuous heart. Liknot chachma v'lev ayin, or the pasuk in Mishlei, this parak yitzayin pasuk tetzayin, where it says to purchase wisdom, although he has no heart. Okay, so what's the pasuk coming to teach us? Kesef nichar l'shon tzadik lave. 
Rashaim Kimat. So we pointed out that Lev Rashaim Kimat means the Lev, the virtuous heart of the Rasha, is Kimat, is only uh, around for a moment. Okay, very good. So in truth, a person, when they hear words of rebuke, when people give them constructive criticism, so they have to inspire themselves to take those words to heart and to really think about them constantly and not to let them fade. And he should add his own ideas to them. He should extract similar messages from his own heart. He should think about, yeah, how can I, how can I use that? How can I inculcate that? What, what can I add to that? What can I edit uh, from that? And he should reflect on these matters in the solitude of his own mind. And he should engage in the tshuva process. And he should then direct the, the force of, of this rebuke, of these words of criticism toward himself. And not rely only on the, the words of rebuke of someone else, right? Meaning, yes, that person initially told you, that person initially inspired you, but now you have to take over, run with that idea and continue to contemplate it. Really think about it. Really think about what it means and how you could put it in place. And if you do that, it should be renewed uh, daily and throughout the day, uh, multiple times within small intervals. Until it really becomes absorbed within your spirit and all of those lessons become a part of who you are. So here Rabbi Yonah is trying to emphasize the idea. And the truth is, anyone who's been learning uh, Pure Avot with Rabbi Yonah, uh, his commentary with us uh, at Shalashidis, and we did it before, even before we started Shalashudas. So we saw his commentary and we saw the very same idea over there that he's saying here in Shari Tshuva as he's being, uh, you know, thinking about this Pasuk. It's our job to inspire ourselves. You know, so often we'll hear a beautiful idea. So often we'll hear a, a nice podcast, a nice speech, whatever the case is. And we'll say, yeah, that's great. And that's wonderful. And then we go to Kiddush and then we go to bed and then we do this. We go to work, right? There's so many things going on that we become distracted. But when we hear those ideas, we have to move quickly to make sure that we hold on to them. And then we have to make them our ideas. It's not just something that I heard once in Edvar Torah three years ago. No, it's something that I carry with me. And I've really t- taken the time to think about it. What, what does it mean? How can I make it a part of my life? What can I add to it? So on and so forth. So it becomes mine. I make a real kinyan. I make a real acquisition on that idea. What Hillel is trying to teach us is if it doesn't come from me, then it's not going to happen. All those ideas that we hear, they're great and they're wonderful, but they dissipate like that morning cloud. They're kimat. They last for just a moment. We have to make sure that we are the ones inspiring ourselves so that we engage in that Shuvah process.